keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me. For sure, that's what friends are for. In good times and bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. That's what friends are for. Anyway, uh, welcome to Friend of the Show with our. Uh, uh, well, this might. I don't know what order this will be in. You know, it might be. I might go in <clears throat> logical order. In which Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Well, actually, you're a perfect person to be the first one because they. A lot of people already kind of know you. You know, because you you of your time on the team. I've dabbled. I've dabbled. You've dabbled. Here. You've dabbled Podcast in Podcast world, yeah. and then I drop out. Well, look, I, I, don't, I don't blame <clears throat> you. But, uh, you know, what we're doing on this show is I thought it'd be like kind of, I've actually kind of done versions of this already with Adam Vaught and Mercedes a little bit, but we're going to, they're going to do it again where we're going to do like a full rundown of the friendship. These are just sort of brief things. But, oh. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and maybe different memories of how, because I remember when I first met you, but I don't think that would be your first memory of meeting me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You mean so, in class? Yeah, so I'll I'll start it off right here. So what okay. happened was our friend it Mercedes. It was 1845. It was 1845. Uh, Shannon owned about 11 slaves. And uh, Mercedes <laughs> and I. was a total I, dick. <laughs> yeah, you were really mean. God. Well, they said you were the nice slave owner, though. You would, let, you would like, look him in the eye and stuff. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Unlike Ellen. That was cool. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is that. I clean. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, is I was just living my best life, doing whatever what I was, was doing. This? this is 2006. Okay, because I have zero memory of yeah. life oh, well, why would yesterday. You? Yeah, why would you? It's about 2006. You know why I still have the email somewhere that I think you wrote me? Because I know the date. I want to say like April 28th, 2006 or something, where Mercedes said – our friend Mercedes <laughs> at one point was an actress. Okay. And uh, so she was doing the things that LA actors do and taking all kinds of classes, right? And one of them was a stand-up comedy class with stand-up comedy guru Judy Carter, goddess of mystery. Yes. And um, so Mercedes and, – and, and now that you know Mercedes, Shannon, you totally get this. But pretty much called me and ordered me to take this class. Yeah. She was just like, I'm taking this class. I don't want to do it alone. You're going to take this class, which is so funny because at the time I was just like, okay, that makes sense. I'll just drop $650 right now. And I think she even said it starts Was today. it $650? Oh, because you guys did that weird combo class yes. that, no one, that we'd never done before. Oh, yeah. you had never done it before? No, that was like a new thing that Judy oh. made up. Like, we'll oh. combine two classes and it'll be a million years long. And Yeah, yeah. I remember there were two parts. Yeah. Yeah. So We never did it again. Oh, you didn't? I don't think, I don't think so. Oh, this seems like a, a no-brainer. So anyway, uh, it's 2006, and it, it, Mercedes is like, the class starts tonight. And it was wow. like 600 and some odd dollars. And I was like, okay. And so I said, is there room <laughs> in the class? And you wrote back and was like, yeah. And Of course I, there's room for $650. <laughs> yeah. And then I... I think she, there was some sort of, not your fault. There was some sort of weird, like, just bring the check when you come here or like, or the credit card or something like that. So yeah. I drove over there 
And that was the only Which time was, I really, at the yeah. time, it was like on Hollywood Boulevard. No, no, no. No, 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 no. This was in um, in West Santa L.A. Monica. No. Maybe Santa Monica. Like a weird little theater where there was like a, a, a like, I want to say, was it the Elephant Theater? I, I could be making this up. But oh, like, the Elephant Theater. Yeah. That's I real. thought it was that, because I'm picturing the bus stop later with Jackie. And that. Oh, no, that was a different that, place. That was a place in Hollywood. We'll talk about that. That story. was a different class. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. I'm picturing. That was a different could, class. Okay. Another one of Judy Carter's schemes. <clears throat> yes, the Elephant Theater. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I'm back. I don't know. Yeah, I just remember it was in West LA on like I want to say on like Venice Boulevard, like straight, like a really busy street. And I, always, I think, it, yeah, oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm not even going to suggest anything because I'm I'm at this point just making things up. But I my my memory is Santa Monica Boulevard, but it probably isn't. So never mind. It could be. My memory's not as good. I just remember. I didn't know L.A. as well. That I mean, I had a rough idea of it, but I didn't really know it that well. And I, so I met for drinks. I lived in Newport Beach at the time. I met for drinks with a friend of mine at the Third Street Promenade. And I go, oh, I'm taking this stand-up comedy class at 7. Right? And he goes, where? And I told him where it was. He goes, you're going to be late. And I was like, No. <laughs> I go, no, it's like 6.15. And it's, it's like a mile or two away. <laughs> and you're like, just sitting down for a drink. Like <laughs> no, we've been, we've been having a couple of drinks already. And he goes, uh, no, you got to go now. You have to leave right now. You're going to be late. <laughs> and I was like, what? This guy's an idiot. I'm going to be like 20 minutes early. I wasn't late. But I'm going to say the class was about to, like, they were like waiting for me. And you yeah. were there, and you were just trash, all, trash yeah. Rohani. Yeah, trash Rohani. It was the class with trash Rohani, and yeah. you were just all business. I think you were probably pissed because you're waiting for me to show up so you can get out of there. And I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, you didn't stay for the just, class. Judy was probably just like on my ass. No, Judy wasn't <laughs> teaching it. Carrie was teaching it. Oh, Carrie was teaching. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't meet Judy until way later. So, um. So Carrie's teaching the class and you show up, you're all business. You give me the book and take the money and you're out. Right. <laughs> oh, cause I was, I didn't stay. Yeah. You didn't stay. Mm-mm. Okay. Then I was all business. Yeah, yeah. I was probably going somewhere or something. Yeah. I probably had such a great life. Okay, yeah. But that ahead. was the first time I remember meeting you. And then I feel you. And then Carrie Otis, who's a man, not a woman named Carrie, uh, was this guy and he taught the comedy class and so what happened in the comedy class is irrelevant, but you did sub in one time, but I think far later in the class, we already had our premises. And stuff yeah, like I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when you met like me and Ashley Gilbert Versanger. Yeah. And, uh, but then it was, again, it was just, again, kind of all business. You were in the class it was kind of all business. So I don't think I, re- so what do you, what is your first memory of meeting me? God. Uh, I mean, I, like my bulk of my like early memories with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it's like trying to remember back to your childhood and you're like, yeah. the first thing I can remember is uh, yeah. the baptism. <laughs> um, no, but w- was um, like, I mean, the bulk of my funny memories with you are mm-hmm. from the advanced class. And we all mm-hmm. like, were kind of semi working comics and we mm-hmm. were all writing together and yeah. That was really fun. But I, I mean, I do remember, like, I have like a vague memory. Was uh, was Jackie Champagny in your class? No, she was in the class after me. Okay. 
Because I remember teaching a couple of those classes. and Yeah. Um, and I feel those classes were over there off uh, Sunset at that little theater off Sunset by the Home Depot. Sunset by the Home Depot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's where all those were. Yeah. Sunset. Yeah, yeah. Not Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah, no, no. This one this one was in West LA, <clears throat> like Venice. Like but I, it was like a little theater. I don't remember what it was called. Um but okay, so what what Shannon's talking about is so after we finish this comedy class and I have my uh stand up comedy tight, debut. Tight four and a half minutes. My tight four and a half minutes to allow after for all the laughter. So, yeah. It's a hundred and twenty five dollars a minute. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> And um, totally worth it. Totally worth Judy it. Judy has this other scheme, which now, and this is two thousand and six dollars, made total sense to 2000, me. Two thousand oh two, yeah, uh huh. Where she was like, okay, just pay us. I think it was like three hundred dollars a month. It was something kooky like that, or at least two hundred. It was between two and three hundred dollars a month, and we could go to that theater. Now you're talking about Santa Monica Boulevard, whatever that was called. Um. And we could bring our new jokes and it was basically going to be like a gym for jokes. Yeah. It was like a gym membership. Yeah. yeah. And the, and I, it went for months. I dropped at least $1,200 into that. thing. <laughs> right. It was so fun though. It was very fun. Like but, I miss those days. I miss like having we, a class to go to. We could have those days and not pay $300 a month. I know. We totally could. And, you know, we keep threatening to, like, get that whole old group back together. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be fun? You yeah. know, but we still haven't. Yeah. Uh, uh, that would be fun to do, though. It would be so fun. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Ben. Remember Ben? What is he doing now? So there was a guy named Ben, and he was kind of like like a comedy savant. He was sort yes. of like awkward personality but then he'd get on stage and come to life and do these like extended like long comedy routines yeah yes he did a whole thing what was the thing with the milk what was that bit about i mean that that was about the premise i think was like friends that (laughs) friends that collect things (laughs) and they and you go you go into their house and it's like cows everywhere yeah and they're like you know little cow this and little cow that and he's like look at our bed frame the (laughs) The, the legs of the bed are hooves. Yeah. <laughs> and when you open the bottom, there's milk. Like it was just so <laughs> But he would mind so taking funny. the milk out of the bed frame. Yeah. And, and take totally a drink. He like, look, look what's in there. He would take it out, mind drinking it. <laughs> yes. And then go, milk. Milk. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to fuck me for a penny. What was that a Remember joke that, about? That joke was, uh, the 99 cent store across from the dollar store or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would do the, the city council so meetings. Funny. The, the, the like public hearings, yes. like the public yes. city, city meetings yes. or whatever. Yeah. And he would do in full on impressions of people <laughs> talking at city council meetings and you would be sitting there peeing your pants laughing and they would be like super <laughs> long. And these weren't like, a, these were like whole like 10 minute routines. Yeah, he no, he would like, yeah, he just saw the world in such a funny way. Mm-hmm. There were yeah. a lot of funny people in that class. It just was fun. I yeah. miss I miss it. But I also mean, just funny characters. There were just characters yes. in that. Like, and uh, we knew, we knew as we were watching it or participating in it, that it was like, we couldn't wait to go afterwards and talk about how crazy it was. Like, yeah. 
Like it was hysterical in the moment. And then you'd be like, there'd be a whole nother wave of hilarity afterwards. There was one woman in there named Jackie Marishak. Who she must be pushing 60 now, right? If more, right? Or older, correct? Oh God, I don't know. Wait, that was 2006? Yeah. Oh my God, that was so long ago. Yeah, because the thing about Jackie Marishak was that she had been a comic in the 80s. Yes. And then had left it. And come, well, she was coming back now. And but what I don't get though is she would show up with like pages and pages and pages of like a script essentially. Yeah. And um, so what happened was she did this thing that was kind of obnoxious. Is she would always insist on going first, and then she would use up because the class was only like two hours, I think at the most, maybe maybe ninety minutes. And she would use up, I would say, an hour. Of the time and bringing in the same jokes and Carrie giving Carrie would spend so much time on her. I know. And then as, he, a, as a comedy coach, it really is like so hard to because you're like, oh, we're so close to getting this punchline right. And you just want to yeah. keep digging at it and getting it. And then you're like, OK, we spent 45 minutes. We got to move on. You know, that's right. She would start first and get yeah. no and one then, wanted to go first. Yeah. 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 She would just volunteer. She loved it because she would get more time because she noticed that people who went at the end, they, he would be like, okay, you're fine. You can just move on. Move on next. Yeah. And, funny, um, funny, funny. So I think one day, Carrie said, like 10 minutes in, like, okay, Jackie, we know we have to move on to other people. All right. And she was so fucking pissed. Was that what it was? Yes. Do you yes. Mean, was it that same? Okay. So I, my memory's all blurred. Like they just literally compact themselves into like mm-hmm. one memory. Yeah. But, was it was she doing some bit about like chickens or something? Do you remember that? One <laughs> I vaguely like... remember that bit, but I don't remember what the bit was. <laughs> and it was like so, like what? Yeah, and they're on the farm weird. and they're talking to each other and the chickens and the chickens. Yeah. And it's like and it was like, a very strange bit. But I, I remember being. A, I remember we would look at each other like, "What is she doing?" So, so she didn't drive. Okay, you should know this. She didn't drive. <laughs> so actually. Carrie would give her a ride home or something. I think wasn't that it? Like he would t- he would drive her home. And there was some, remember there was <laughs> the same night actually. I think there was some weird situation <laughs> where she wasn't supposed to be living in the house, so she had to be dropped off and picked up from some other bizarre mystery location, so that the the people didn't see her coming and going out of the house. Or it was some weird situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a weird situation. So anyway, Carrie cuts her off. Do you think they were fucking? Maybe. Because that was too much of an intense reaction. Because it was reaction. a huge blowout for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. Because he said, like, we're going to move on to other people. Anyway. And she, like, stormed out. Yeah. She, so, so she remember, it's a, it's a 90-minute class. Right? I think it was longer than that. Oh, was I think it, it maybe was, two like, hours. three hours. It could have been three hours. You're right. And yeah, I think it was like seven to ten or something. You know what? You're right. It was that long. Yeah. You're right. It was very long. And uh, she stormed out maybe, we'll say an hour in, 45 minutes in, you know. <laughs> and she stormed out and like got her got her things, got her things, grabbed him like, and just like pissed and just stormed out of the place. And we were like, okay, whatever, right? So now 10 p.m. And, Car- and yeah. Carrie, wait, and Carrie's doing like almost like a little bit of counseling with us as a class. Like you guys, sometimes that happens, you know, when emotions are running high, when you're putting yourself out yeah. there creatively. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. She just needs some time and some space. Yeah. And, sh- and she'll come, yeah. you know, she'll come around. Yeah, she's fine. Like, she's fine. You know, it's just, yeah, okay. sometimes you get really, con- yeah. And we're like, okay. So we have to, you know, continue soldiering forth on our <laughs> jokes about gingham dresses and stuff like that, right? And, um. So I'm single. <laughs> so like, or what, what did you throw? Remember Paul Lucero had that bit about throwing the food in the microwave or something? Anyway. Yeah. Smelling ass casserole. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so then we, 10 o'clock rolls around and we all wrap up. We're packing up our things and we're strolling casually out of the theater. And Shannon just mentioned this. There was a bus stop in front of the theater. And Jackie was still there, standing in front of the bus, <laughs> up waiting for the bus. I picture her on a bench, like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gump, but... on the bench, no, no, on the bench, like Forrest Gump, <laughs> just waiting there. And I think someone said, "Is Jackie sitting on the bus stop?" And we're like, "Oh, Jackie, oh my god, is that it is. you?" Yeah. You... So then, my favorite part of the story is: so we all leave. We're like, "Oh, poor Jackie." And Carrie goes up to her and says, "Let me give you a ride home." All right. So he gives her a ride home. And whatever he does fucks up her whole situation. And they find out she's living in this place because he drove her up to her house or whatever. Yes. And she gets evicted. Yes. You know what it was? She she was was subletting. subletting. She was subletting. Yeah. And no one's supposed to know she was subletting this place. And whatever he did tipped. He's like, I'm here to drop off Jackie or something like that. Or maybe he was (laughs) here to pick her up. Maybe he, he was picking her up. He was picking something. her up, taking her to yeah. class. It wasn't that day then. And and they were like, who's Jackie? And that lady lives right there in the house. Just- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he felt horrible. And then what happened? Did she like, I forget. Did she have to like move? I don't know what this- happened to her. I don't know. So then, so then <laughs> how did you and I, be- oh, I think I know how you and I became friends after that. How did you and I become friends after that? I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was just like a natural, like we started writing and comedy and doing shows and whatever. I think we would just talk. I'm trying to think this out. So when, okay. So then for a time. For a while, Joe, you and I talked like every day. Oh, really? Multiple times a day. Oh, I'd be like in my car and I'd be like, what are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Um, I'm at a stoplight. Cool. (laughs) Cool. Like we just would talk like all the time. Yeah, and then I'm trying to work this out. Then you moved back up north for a while, and you worked at the Dream Inn. Yeah, I was there. That was 2009 because I was just looking at pictures from that. I was okay sleeping on my dad's floor. It was just for the summer, but yeah, yeah, yeah it was that summer thing. Then you came back, and, and I lived with Pat and Melissa. Maybe that's how. Yeah, and then you lived with Pat and Melissa, and then were you working for Chris and Mercedes by that point? No, then I was working at Barney's. Oh, that's right. So our friend Melissa worked at Barney's Beanery. Uh, <laughs> I was so bad there. Yeah, and the then worst. you were a waitress. But weren't they mean to you, the waitresses? Because mm-hmm. they're all like 20. They're all like 20. And I, <clears throat> I was probably like 35 or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how old I was. but And they were just like – they were total dicks to the tables. Like mm-hmm. I was like overly like um, – do you guys need anything? Napkins, yeah. ketchup, yeah. anything? Be like, well, we're fine. And I'd be like, okay, I'm right here if you need anything. Yeah. And like, yeah, we're, we're good. <laughs> and I'd, and I'd, I'd be back and I'd be like, I love your hat. You know, and they're like, yeah. thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the other girls would just be like smoking in the back and just like, fuck that table. They can wait. And I'd be like, their burgers are up. You got to hurry, you know, <laughs> and they'd just get money thrown at them. Uh-huh. And I'd, I'd walk home and be like, 27, 28. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> really scored tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I was too, it stressed me out. I still have nightmares of like tables being sat and I can't get there. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you worked the bar. And so then my friend Mercedes needed a nanny. Yeah. And were you looking for a nanny job? Like, why would I recommend you? Um, I mean, I love kids. I I've, I had babysat my, like, you know, a lot. I was, mm-hmm. was I a nanny before that? I think I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a nanny in college. And, um, and so you had like kind of casually mentioned it to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I would totally do that. Like I met oh, really? Sebastian okay. once and just like fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had already uh, met him by that point. I had met him once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Had had I introduced you to Chris and Mercedes already? Oh, you met you knew Mercedes. Oh, so I FYI. Knew Mercedes. Yeah. So Mercedes <laughs> took the comedy class, the one she forced me to take. And, and then, then like, she left. Three weeks in, she left because Chris, her now husband – they were dating, and I. Well, I'm, I'm I'm interviewing Chris and Mercedes separately, so I'm sure this will come up. But they had just they had been dating for a few weeks by that point, maybe like a month and a half or something. And Chris suddenly had to go because Chris wasn't supposed to direct the Golden Compass. He had just written it. Oh, really? And then they had oh, to fire. They fired the original director, and they asked him to do it. So he had to get there immediately. You know. So he tells Mercedes, look, I know this is going really well, but I'm going to be gone for a year and a half. I know this is really weird, but do you want to come with? And she was like, yeah. So, but, And I think she had like three So she was days. like, ooh, but I'm in the middle of Judy Carter's class. <laughs> well, but kind of, kind of, you know, this is so Mercedes because I remember telling her this at the time, but like she really had to be out in like two or three days, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so she's frantic. I mean, she lived on the street called Wait, Nelka. wait, wait. He's going to be there a year and a half and she can't just go like a That's what I'm – okay, hold on. Wait, I have to pee so badly. <laughs> I have to pee so badly. So I'm going to – I'll be back. Just stay, stay quiet because that way I know where to okay. cut it. Okay. Hello. Okay. No, but that's totally 100% what I was saying was – and I would tell her at the time because she was like, oh – um, uh, she was like so, – so, so she had like – Literally, I'm not even joking, like two or three days to move. And I was just like, just hold on. And she had her dad. Shannon, her dad was probably, well, I guess at the time he was like in his late 60s. But he, they were frantically like repainting the entire apartment so that she could get her like $400 deposit back. <laughs> Where was she living at the time? She lived on a street called Malcolm, Malcolm uh, in West LA. It's right. It's the street, you know, off Little Santa Monica Boulevard in front of the Mormon Temple. Yeah. And there was that weird little little neighborhood. It was the street. It was pretty much right in front of the Mormon Temple. Like the street that leads right up to the Mormon Temple, right above Santa Monica Boulevard. Okay. Yeah. So she was living in one of those apartments. And um, and she lived there for years. I want to say at least three or four years. For maybe five. And um, and so like, I'm like, you're not getting that $400 deposit back anyway. You know? Yeah. But there not she was. You know, yeah, but that's very her. Like, remember when they used to rent, or maybe still do, uh, a motorhome to go to Burning Man, and she lies to them so she doesn't have to pay the you know few hundred dollars extra for the Burning Man fee. 
And then she, she, she likes a good deal. Yeah, and she's frantically and then you then you know, then they cover the entire inside of the motorhome in plastic wrap. And then she spends cuz I guess they can tell when there's sand in there and they'll charge you afterwards. Right. She literally I remember one maybe the the last one of the last times I remember doing this, she was up all night cleaning it so that she could get again it is the stories about that are like it's so weird. Like just pay the extra money for the <laughs> for the for the cleaning fee. But if you don't have to, Joe. Well, that's sort of her. That's her. You could stay up all night. Yes. And vacuum. That's sort of her. T- like, literally, I remember she hadn't slept the whole night. I think I was staying at twenty thousand, and she hadn't stayed. And uh, do you remember the story when I went to? Um, she wanted me to go. I was staying at twenty thousand. She goes, "You want to come with me? We're picking up the RV." And we're meeting Joseph Gordon-Levitt and some other random guy there, right? <laughs> totally random. Be- yeah, because they needed to sign on because they were – it was this thing where they were going to drive it out, the RV, but then Chris Mercedes were going to drive it back or vice versa, one of those two, right? Okay. So they needed to be there to sign the paperwork that they were going to be driving the car as well. So we get So there. Wait, so this kind of sets up the comedy – situation right what comedy situation oh yeah okay well, her- uh, yeah i guess i'm telling, now they're becoming mercedes stories um yeah. so really quickly to tell that story to put a bow on that story is we all get there and the guy goes okay that'll be thirty five hundred dollars and mercedes is like oh i just brought my id she didn't bring any sort of payment thing with her joseph gordon levitt <laughs> who's a movie star has not i had to drop thirty five hundred dollars no on, Everyone's uh, like, ooh, I did not bring my wallet. Yeah. Mercedes paid me back. But um But I remember she was like, it was only three thousand dollars. I had to show her the receipt that it was thirty five hundred. She's like, oh okay. <laughs> You're trying to make a little extra. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to make extra money off Mercedes. So times um, the amount of yeah. miles I drove there. Yeah. I only stole for, steal from her grandma. Anyway. That's right. At um, Christmas. Yeah, at Christmas. In front of her whole family. Um so, okay. So, so what happens yet? So Mercedes quits halfway through, not even halfway through, like less than halfway through. She even, she even finished that first part. And yeah. so, so then how do you meet, how do you meet, meet Mercedes? I didn't, I don't think I met, met Mercedes. Like, you I mean, I don't even know if I met her in the class. I, I might have like checked her in or whatever, yeah. like you said, but, um, I but she may have even been gone before you subbed. Probably, yeah. Actually, she wasn't in so. very long, I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember her calling, and I this was I was like running the classes, but I had no say on the rules or who oh, yeah. gets what. Or mm-hmm. and so she called Mercedes calls me, and she tells me this story. Now, granted, I had been running these workshops for years, mm-hmm. and you hear every excuse in the book mm-hmm. on why people want to bail out. You know, they they're afraid of the showcase. 99% of it is they're like, I'm not ready to showcase. And so they yeah. just want to bail out. And mm-hmm. so you hear it all the time. And it's like, you know, you literally like scraped to get their money. Like yeah. you're, you're like, okay, we'll do it in 1800 payments of two ninety nine, <laughs> And you're just calling them like weekly. Like yeah. it's Thursday. We're going to put $5 in there. Like, can you hold off on the five? You know? Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, you're just trying to like get enough money in the class to get it going, to get the mm-hmm. t-shirt paid, to pay for the venue, da da da. Yeah. Anyway, but it wasn't my money. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm just 
was there anyway. And so, so Judy's rule was there's no refunds like mm-hmm. ever. And mm-hmm. so those were always tough conversations. And Mercedes was like, you know, I felt, I felt so bad, but I was like, I had to be the person. I was like basically the messenger of like, yeah, yeah Judy doesn't allow refunds. And Mercedes mm-hmm. was just like, but I'm not going to be here. Like I'm leaving the country and I'm like, yeah, that, Oh, that's a tough one. But mm-hmm. thank you for the six fifty, mm-hmm. And yeah, and she, she was really upset, which I know in hindsight, she was like, probably just like this fucking Shannon chick. Well, you know, I can tell you this now years later. It, so much has happened. And, oh yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean anything anymore. But when I first brought up, you uh babysitting for Sebastian. <laughs> she was like She's like Shannon? Yeah, she's the like, one that wouldn't give me the refund. Yes, not that, but she's like that really mean girl from Judy Carter's class. And I go, <laughs> No, she's not really mean. I go, she's super, super nice. She's super, super funny. She goes like and I remember she said Oh okay. no. No, she went, no, no. She was like, Okay, well, I just trust you then. I trust you that you're my friend and that you wouldn't have a mean person come in to watch my child. So Cut gonna, to. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to. Two weeks later, we're in the hospital. Yeah. Sebastian's arm is broken. Yeah. So why don't so, – so, so then she calls you to hire you. What happened? Oh, I start. I started working there. I love Sebastian. We, he and I just totally hit it off. He's so funny and so yeah. cute and mm-hmm. – we were all just like yippity skippy. Mercedes seemed happy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they were and, happy uh, with you from the get go. <clears throat> she was just initially like hesitant because she, she saw you as the mean girl from Judy's class. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah. I was the the asshole that wouldn't give her her refund. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, um. So yeah, so it was only like I'd only been babysitting for like two weeks mm-hmm. and. Sebastian was like three years old and they have mm-hmm. this big like play what's it called? Um, what would you what call that? Called? Like I don't know. Like a, a play, like a, a play fortress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has like swings hanging down, it's got a s- couple slides, mm-hmm. it's got like a little room you climb up to. There's a bridge that goes like across the top of the swings where you're like you're like ten feet off the ground or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so here's little Sebastian climbing around and and chris and mercedes were like oh yeah he's he's fine on there he loves it up there and i'm like okay i'm like super cautious paranoid person Mm -hmm. like you know Mm -hmm. they're near the corner of the edge and they're like he's 30 he'll be fine like (laughs) um (laughs) but he could fall Uh um and so sebastian is up playing and Mm -hmm. he's on the top of i'm having flashbacks He's on the top of the of the slide where the slide is, the little slide. Yeah. So it's probably about like my height, maybe mm-hmm. five feet off the ground, six yeah. feet off the ground. And he's standing there on the edge and we're playing this game where he, he's not like on the edge, but he's like throwing this little um, army man with the parachute over mm-hmm. the side. And then he tried to make it land in a bucket. And then if he didn't get it, I'd pick it up and we'd try again. And mm-hmm. it's just like some little little game we made up. Mm-hmm. And at one point he got, he's going to throw the thing and he literally just like, in my mind, it was slow motion, but just leaned forward off the edge of the six foot deck, 
and just fell to the ground. Oh my gosh. And fell with like leading with his, I mean, leading with his head. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know. No, I mean, thank God it wasn't worse, but it was pretty freaking awful. And he lands on his arm outstretched mm-hmm. arm and it like oh. crunches underneath oh. his body oh my gosh oh god oh it was a nightmare and mm-hmm. i'm like so i run over to him and i scoop him up and he's like in the middle of the silent scream mm-hmm. you know uh. it's just like you know terror yeah. is coming out and i'm like you know a lot of times kids fall and you just sort of dust them off and you're like mm-hmm. whoa that was close they're okay you know yeah. well this was his arm was the the like forearm was like half the size. Uh, it was like a tent. Totally snapped the bone. Uh, and I just, oh my god, it was a nightmare. And was luckily, Chris there? Mercedes was at work movie at the time, or he okay. was maybe at the office or something. Uh-huh. And Mercedes was on her way to yoga, and luckily hadn't left yet. Oh, okay. and so I'm like carrying him into the house and I'm like, Mercedes, Mercedes, I'm like, Sebastian fell. And she's like, what? And she, we get him in the car and like, we figured it was, I guess, she, you know, figured it was faster on PCH just to get in the car and yeah, go and to wait, the hospital. It would, it, would, it would take a million years to get an ambulance there and then get to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm in the back seat with him and at the time they didn't allow Sebastian to like watch TV or movies or stuff. Cause he would get too sucked in. And so mm-hmm. he's bawling his eyes out. Of course, we all kind of were, we were just like, you know, Mercedes driving. We've got, I think we had nine one one on the, on the phone maybe, or mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I, she's like, show him a movie. So I'm like showing him a cartoon in the back. And he immediately was like, <laughs> this guy's good. <laughs> like he just like went right into like yeah. entertainment mode. Mm-hmm. And, um, No, it was horrible. Then we get to the hospital and he has to have surgery. And I'm like, I'm there because I have no car, no way to get home. Mm -hmm. I didn't think they wanted me. I mean, I was just like, I wanted to just like jump off the edge of a piece of play equipment. I felt horrible. And And like doctors kept coming in. And being like, so tell me again what happened, like to Chris and Mercedes. And I'm like sitting in the corner of the room. And they're like, well, his nanny, and they'd like mm-hmm. point over at me, was uh, was watching him. And they're like, oh. And I, I just wanted to like curl up. They were so – Chris and Mercedes were so kind. I mean yeah. they were like beyond kind. But um, yeah, the classic like moment was them sort of curled up on the bed together as a family. Like Sebastian's out of surgery. He's feeling really good because they've got him on the meds. and yeah. But they're all kind of curled around him. And like cuddled up together and, and mm-hmm. I'm in the corner sort of by myself, like mm-hmm. just feeling horrible. And um, I don't know why, but I just thought it would be so awful if I just like leaned in. So I, I just sort of went up to the bed of this adorable family that I've ruined. And I'm like, hey, you guys, um, you don't have to pay me after. That's uh, not what you said. Three o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. You went, you, went, you said, you said today's on me. Did I? Oh, yes. no, today's on me. Yeah. 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 It's just no, no need to, to pitch in for that. <laughs> today's on me. <laughs> today's on me. And they laughed so hard. They were, they were so sweet. And they're like, Shannon, please don't let this scare you off. Like come back. And I'm yeah. like, are you serious? Like, mm-hmm. and then I just like felt indebted to them for like the rest of my life. I felt mm-hmm. horrible. The best though was the, was grandma Mercedes. Yeah. Mercedes mom is quite the character. And, uh, I think I was there, right? <laughs> or was it Marlene? You, 
No, you told me this oh, yeah, story. No, I, I, I must have been you there. You were sitting next to her. Yeah, I was yeah. sitting next to them. And Shannon, you know, Shannon came at a certain designated time. And I was sitting there with the family. And Sebastian's sitting with his grandma. Does he have the cast on at that point? Is he still having the cast? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she's sitting there and like the door, the, the, the bell rings to open the gate. And like, oh, it's Shannon. And then uh, Mercedes' mom leans in and she goes, that's the one that broke your arm. Oh, that, so that broke your arm. That you that's broke his arm. Your arm. Like, if you want to have crushing childhood memories, I'm gonna yeah. shove. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Thank God they sort of like forgave me, and yeah. um, they're like, it could have been any of us out there. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, anyway. And then Sebastian, like to this day, mm-hmm. that equipment, like I can't it's even still be near there. It. I know. And he would like climb on it later in life, and I would say like, Sebastian, just please, just just. I mean, my anxiety would go through the phone. I'd be like, please just don't climb up there. And he'd go, and his answer was always, just don't look. <laughs> I'm like, I can't not look. Like, yeah. I have to watch you. Yeah. Um, you know, I went, I, went I was, I was at the house the other day. And it's so funny when you see someone over a long, you just don't notice things, but his voice is a hundred percent changing. And he like, and he's such a dude now. I know. Yeah, it's not, it's not, the, he's not the like, hey man, Joe, he's not there yet, but it's probably by the next time I go there, it'll be there. And I, he's 13. He's 13. And Aww. I told Chris and Mercedes, I said, uh, he walked out of the room. I go, oh, his voice has changed. And they go, it is. <laughs> they're go, around him all the time. Yeah, they're around him all the time. I go, you don't hear it? I'm like, is no. he, like, I haven't talked to them. I need to catch up, but, um, is he? Are they all homeschooling? They are, right? Oh yeah, you haven't seen the whole mess that Mercedes is like. Well, you know, wait, wait. We'll talk about this after the show because no one knows what we're talking about. But do you yeah, know about okay, Nicole yeah. and everything like that? That whole drama? No. Oh, I'll tell you the whole Nicole drama and everything after we talk. After okay. we after let's we get said, back to after, our yeah, boring story. Let, let, let's get back to this. Com- <laughs> like, let's, let's get back to this pretend conversation, and then we'll have a real <laughs> yeah. conversation after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. um Anyway, um, by the way, I should probably just bring this up on the show because it came up on a show anyway, is um, on another show. Remember Adam from Slow Newsweek? Yep. And you know he does P90X. Oh, yeah. So about, this is a long time ago. We make a month ago. He says, you still talking to Shannon? I go, yeah. I talk to him. And he goes, <laughs> I have a question. I guess he's been doing that P90X too or whatever. When you're doing a squat. <laughs> no. Now, do you want your... He goes, does she hate Tony Horton? And do I, I go, hate? yeah, do you, do, do you hate Tony Horton? I go, I'll ask her, but I don't, I don't, no. I've never heard her say a negative thing about him. I go, she might think he's silly, but I don't think she, I've never heard her say anything bad about him. And he goes, it, go ahead. No, no, tell me. She goes, there's this one video where I swear she looks at him like she wants to kill him. And, <laughs> really? huh? Well, he, it was, I mean, probably. Do you know what part it is? I, he told me what it was. Uh, no, no, you tell me. It's, I guess, I don't understand. Maybe you can tell me the context. It's something where Tony wants you to make some weird, he's, I want you to, he's all, Shannon, you need to loosen up. I want you to go like, blah, 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 and then that you said, no, it's okay, you do it. Or I like it better when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I do remember. I, I haven't, I mean, okay, so the way that all happened was, we got there to do to film these two. They were probably on different days. Um, mm-hmm. 
video. So everyone's like, you know, cast out in these different, like you'll be doing the upper body and you're going to yeah. be doing blah, blah, blah. And so I assumed yeah. that <laughs> these were going to be like filmed. Okay. Cut that out. Let's redo this section. Yeah. We're going to edit it here. No, mm-hmm. it was like, we filmed it. There was no, like, you know, they put, they mic'd us all up, mm-hmm. but there was zero direction. Like, okay. like there was no, like, Hey guys, um, let Tony sort of lead this, um, yeah. try and keep, you know, we got you mic'd, but don't do a lot of talking. You know, there was nothing. And so I just went with the, like, be seen, not heard kind of a thing because people are going to watch these videos over and over. And every time yeah. you watch a video, like P90X is like, stir the soup, stir yeah. the soup. And you're like, Oh, the joke, here it comes the soup joke. <laughs> and so I just had that in my head. Like, and so he would, he just sort of like, he was very like flirty mm-hmm. and like, I mean, he did this to everyone. It wasn't oh, like, that's right. Cause me. you weren't officially with Dave yet, huh? No, I wasn't. I was single. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And ready to mingle. Um, <laughs> with Tony Horton. With Tony Horton. Oh, man. Um, but anyway, so yes, he, there was like, he would say things that were uncomfortable. And then I said something totally uncomfortable at one point, And I thought they were going to like, be like, okay, you guys, we, that was funny. We got to redo it though. We're not going to talk what about did you banana say? hammocks. Something about a banana hammock, um, (laughs) something about like he had me doing like there's one exercise where you're like sitting on the floor, Mm -hmm. but you're like you're doing like the splits in the air. Yeah. And he's like he said something like, are you going to add this into your act or something like that? I'm like, that's a totally different act. Like, no. (laughs) But anyway, so we just sort of like joked with each other. Uh Um, But yes, he tried to get me to like make the sound of a telephone ringing or buttons pushing or something. And I I just, all I could think of is like making some totally horrible noise that maybe would make him like fake laugh in the moment, but just Mm -hmm. having people go, Oh God, here comes that part. And so I totally like horrible improv it and just went like, now you do it. (laughs) I think you said, Adam said, you said, I like it better when you do it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. You're better at funny sounds. You yeah. do it. Yeah, I think you said what you said. Yeah. You're better at it. <laughs> oh God. No, I didn't I didn't dislike him at all. I mean he was yeah. he was just sort of like, you know, he's Tony Horton. He's a character. Yeah. He's like yeah. um and it was a blast. It was so much fun to do. And mm-hmm. you know, we all had like we were all in good shape and had tons of energy and mm-hmm. it was like a great moment in time. But um yeah. All of that's gone now. Well, so what I, no, it's not, but I was going to, so, you know, um, we only have like 15 minutes left, which it sounds like a lot, but it's not because, so. Cause we I, have to go into the whole 2010 era. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, kind of. Yeah. Like it. So at a certain point around 2012 or 2013, I would say Chris pulls me and you into a meeting and he says, Ugh. You guys are two of the funniest people I know, which is funny because I don't think I'm funny, right? And what? I don't think I'm funny. I've talked about this in the show before. I don't think I'm funny. Are you serious? I'm being dead serious, yeah. But you make people laugh all the time. Yeah, no, no, no. This is what I think. Do you think they my... just feel bad no, for you? No, no, no. My theory is I'm a good straight man setup guy. Like I let like I make people like you Lori is a perfect example. Like my job is to make Lori as funny as possible. That makes sense. No, but you're 
You're Joe, you're so funny and you're like so fun to banter with and you always take it to a funny next level. And maybe anyway, um, I like I mean, you're not you funny right now. I'm just saying like <laughs> at other times you are. So anyway, um, so he says, you're truly the funny people I know. I want you guys to write a movie. But at that point he didn't have an idea for us. Right. We just, we just thought, no, of, I think he came with that idea. No. Cause we, well, how did we get the, the train thing? The, the, the San Juan Capistrano. I think we were working, we were working on that on our own. Oh, like pitch to him? No, we just, we didn't even, I think we just were writing oh, a script. Oh, I think you're right. And then it was during that, we thought we were so funny. Yeah. And it was during that that he came up with this idea for this movie. And we were like, we're going to be rich. I literally, I told people this. I literally told my landlords, I'm out of here. I, I closed up my tutoring business. I literally, because the tutoring business took, because this was my logic. I was like, because you, a tutoring business, you have contracts to fill. And you basically like, imagine if you decided to quit Judy Carter and people paid for these classes, you have to finish those classes. Right. So I finished my commitments, but for the most part, I was like, I'm fucking done. See you later, suckers. You know, and like closed up underground. Industries. I'll see you on the red carpet. Yeah. You're going to see my name in lights, you know? And, uh, I, I, and I, you know, my lease was coming up, so I didn't renew it. And I moved, uh, in with my parents for what I thought would be a very brief time. So until, like, you know, till that, bit, those big checks rolled in and, I could just buy Ugh. my my next door Malibu house to Chris and Mercedes and yes. um and so what be, then began a uh years years <laughs> uh, yes. even, even as recently as this winter yeah um long this movie now is <sighs> 8 years old the script yeah Pro- yep from when we started it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh um and, and the premise we should probably just by this point just do a I just I'll just cast it. We, we do should a just reading. do a read through. A reading, yeah, a read through. Um but uh uh but so the the actual writing process though was only like a year and a half I would say of just actual writing writing. And uh it tested our friendship. But there were but here's the deal is we talk about those moments but there were so many times where we get together at Chris's office and we would just laugh and laugh and just laugh. It was so. Oh, fun. It was the best. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was so. Well, and we also, I think we knew. Uh, at least I think we knew when there were tense moments that it was funny. Like in, yeah. we knew it was going to be like funny at some point. And I feel we didn't really fight during the first draft. I don't think we started fighting till the revisions. <laughs> You know? I'm already laughing about it. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because so the, I think this was a revision. Maybe not. There was a day. I think I know what you're talking about where we got together. We, we would get together <laughs> at Chris's office on like weekends when no one was there. And I brought in a Marianne Williamson CD or how did we get it? Or like maybe you borrowed yeah, it from yeah. the library. We were, we were going to Marianne Williamson a lot. I yeah. Think, at that theater. And yeah. um, not a lot. We probably went, I probably went twice and you probably yeah. went like five times or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were, and it, and so we were like, okay, because we had had some tensions before. I mean, writing can be like, you know, you're you're, it is. you're working together, and mm-hmm. you know, and you hear about that now. People, yeah, people get really passionate about it. Bands break up. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, there was nothing ever really bad. It would be like, well, yeah. why don't we do this? Like, okay, yeah, well, maybe it could happen like this. All right. Anyway, so we sit down to, and you're like, let's do this Marion Williamson meditation about yeah. the golden light. Or, and you and I are like, yes, we're on it. We're going to do it. It's going to be the best writing session ever. We're feeling really good. Yeah. And we did, we did a full meditation where we closed our eyes and we were breathing. And there's, imagine a, a beautiful temple with a golden light inside and all that. I got up and went to the bathroom, but you stayed there. <laughs> I didn't, didn't know, know that, know though, yeah. And then uh, later, I couldn't find my wallet. Yeah. And that was really strange. It, it yeah. was me. Oh, okay. I never knew who it was. I was blaming, yeah, I, actually. I it. Um, so, what I was going to say is, wait, remember, were you, <laughs> I'm going back to when you nannied for Chris Mercedes. Okay. Remember there was that other nanny, but was she before you the one that stole Mercedes' makeup? And is that why you that came in? That was right before me. That was why oh. they needed a nanny. Oh, man, that story seems like it was yesterday. Okay. And then they had a lady that smoked pot or a young girl or something that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She came yeah. for like that, a day and she, I don't know, there was a it was questionable or something. And I was like, yeah. note to self, don't smoke pot before babysitting. Well, no, they had a girl that they really liked. They re like Sebastian loved her, but there was some weird thing like that where they had to be like, no. Or like yeah. made a made a question. Nothing happened, but made a questionable choice. Yeah, I, like. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. what it was either. But it was but it was tough for them because Sebastian really liked her. Yeah, um, yeah. She was like young and had energy, and yeah. I think she would cancel on Mercedes a lot last minute because she would go to the beach or something. I think that's what it was. So cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now that girl's thirty and. Working at Barney's Beanery and yelling about the other younger girls there. So, um, <laughs> counting so, your twenty eight dollars. Yeah. So, uh, so we we did this, and then I still to this I remember the scene, but I still to this day do not remember <laughs> what the fight was about. It was a scene. Oh, I remember. Oh, well, I know. So correct my memory here. I remember <laughs> it was a scene, and this makes sense that the little boy Charlie is in his preschool, and we had a, a, a the teacher's name was Mater Sprowley. Mater and Sprowley. Uh -huh. Mater Sprowley, and then Beth, who is the lead character, is his mm -hmm. nanny, and she shows up <laughs> to the school, and there's a conversation among Mater Sprowley, uh, Charlie, and Beth, and it had to do with which way one of these characters was going to be. Facing. Am I wrong? <laughs> yes, it was like we were just trying to get the dialogue out. Yeah. And I think I said something like, well, she could just pick up the box and like put the toys in and be talking while she's putting the toys in. And you go, no, no, she can't. <laughs> and I go, and I go, why? <laughs> why not? Why can't she just be? And I kept getting up and like acting it out. Like, you know, she just, she just picks up the box and she just, she just puts the toys in. You're like, nope, it's not going to work. And I'm like, but why not? I don't understand. You're like, Shannon, Shannon, Shannon. I've written many scripts, okay? And you can't just have a character stand up and start moving around the scene and picking things up. It's a major no-no. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I don't understand. You're like, you don't need to understand. The answer is no. <laughs> And I'd be like, but Joe, just watch. And you were like so frustrated. And I think we were both hungry because I we remember were, like. We, but we had been riding for like 12 hours. I, I felt that was a particular. Because like, we did the meditation like at 8 in the morning or something like that. And by this point it was dark. 
It was, and then we like left and we were so pissed at each other. We're like, bye. And no, I don't think we said bye. It was it, like, like, yeah, we just didn't even got in our cars. Yeah, we just got in our cars. And what's funny is here's what guys, what's even funnier. Yeah. You know what? You know what? <laughs> this is a first draft story because then the best part is. After we turn in the first draft, Chris is like, I loved this. He goes, no, I'm going to take a pass at it. And pretty much all those scenes that we fought over. Pretty much wrote a way better movie. Yeah. Uh, he threw up. So yeah. this whole fight about Mater Sprowley and which way she's turning and looking and stuff like that. I don't even think Mater Sprowley makes it into his version. Does she? I don't even remember. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> It, 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 so all of these fights were for nothing. It was so dumb. Now I would just go like, whatever. She can turn whatever. Well, away. it was so, um, I mean, like I'm looking back at my life sort of, and probably your life at the time. Mm-hmm. It was like, we were in survival mode. Like yeah. we were like just trying to survive, like working all these odd jobs, paying rent, yeah. paying for classes, like, yeah. you know, going out and dating people and having mm-hmm. all these crazy, funny stories. And like, just like in survival mode, creative yeah. mode. And mm-hmm. when this came along, it was such a huge opportunity. And yeah. we were so like, I just, I remember having a drink with you out and we were celebrating. We were just so floored and excited yeah. that like yeah. Chris would want to write a movie with us. Yeah. And it was so exciting. And it was, I mean, it was an amazing process. I learned a mm-hmm. ton. I had a blast doing it. Um, but we were, there was so much on the line for us. I think that's why it was, it wasn't yeah. just like we were writing. Although I do remember writing at, um, <laughs> at their other, their second house on the beach, their cute little tinier house, mm-hmm. uh, on the, on, on, in Malibu mm-hmm. and <clears throat> having that whole big deck open, like the whole wall oh, yeah. of, is open. I just told the story the other day. I tell the story all the time. Okay. Go ahead. You do about the house or about this particular one? Well, tell me what you're talking about. Go ahead. Okay. And I'm laying on the couch with like my feet over the back of the couch, like a mm-hmm. teenager. Yeah. And you're sitting at the laptop slaving away. And I'm like, maybe she could pick up the toys and throw them in a box now. <laughs> and, but we're right, we're writing and we're laughing and coming up with scenes like the most fun ever. And, as I'm looking out at this beautiful ocean, a yacht goes by. <laughs> this is the story. I, yeah, I tell the time. Yeah. You do? Yeah. And I just go, God, look at those people out there on the boat. <laughs> so lucky. I wonder what they're doing out there on that yacht. God, what a life. And then like you and I just like, I think I sat up on the couch and just looked at you like, am I fucking kidding right now? Yeah. Like we're like writing a movie at a beach house in Malibu yeah. having a yeah. blast. Like, yeah. no, it was awesome. Good times <laughs> for sure. It was good times. And then you met, um, that was a good time. Then you met through that beach body process, right? You met your now husband, Dave. Yeah. And uh, a fun, fun wedding um, that yeah. you had over at the Rosenthal Winery in Malibu. The, the Wed Fest. That was really fun. And Sebastian, <laughs> leading up to that, I don't. I wasn't nannying for them anymore, but I would yeah. still, you know, come over and hang out. And it, I we kept giving Sebastian a hard time, like, well, I mean, Shannon, you know, my dad's, uh, you know, unable to make it to the Wed Fest, so you're going to have to do the first dance with me. And he's like, no. Like, and we just kept, like, teasing him, like, you're going to have to date. I mean, I don't know. Should we practice now or, or in the middle of the wedding? It's up to you. But we're going to have to do it. 
And he just said, no, no, no. And then come the Wed Fest, I couldn't get him to stop dancing. Remember that? I don't know if you were. Yeah, no, no. Part, I, yeah. So cute. It was so cute. That was a good way to uh, uh, do it. Are there any big stories that we're, I'm, I'm sure there are, but we're, we're coming short up on time here. I mean, I did go to the bathrooms. We have a couple of minutes, but like. Um, and then also any- there's quarantine and now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, you oh know. Oh, God. I mean, so well, you know, I was talking about the other day because um, the guy I'm currently seeing is a huge fan of the musical Wicked. Huge mm-hmm. fan. Big, big fan. And I said to him, I go, uh, oh, you know, it's so weird because I, and I didn't know this at the time when I interviewed her with you guys. I was saying uh, Shannon and her husband had this podcast. We could talk about those stories um, where he did a video podcast where he interviewed like singers and musicians and and what and I go and I always say like I have no idea why I, I know nothing about this world you know we and just they would have, like, wanted you to like basically like Shannon needs a friend I it's kind of what it was and so uh, I said um, we interviewed Shoshana Bean so do you know that Shoshana Bean took over for the the role that she was the second Alphaba yes I know she was I know she was in that and then the other one of the other girls was at the wedding oh who. She was um, the good, good witch. I oh, don't Glinda? Know. Yeah. Oh, was Shoshana Bean or just she just had been, played her on Broadway? She was there separate. I mean, that was at the Wed Fest. I thought that's who you're going to talk about. But oh. anyway. No, so Shoshana Bean. So like, anyway, I don't remember who that was. Do you remember her name? I don't remember her name. I could tell you later. I feel she got up and sang. Maybe. A, a bunch of people got up and sang. I the whole up. thing was such a blur because it yeah. was so... Um, I should put one post because there are pictures of me, you, and Lori from that night. We're like we're picking yes. you up or something like that. Posing, yeah. yeah. Lori is looking all sad. Yeah. And Lori showed up by the way in a t-shirt and jeans. Like it was like she did not dress up at all. Like you're dressed in this beautiful dress. And no, she just looked- I was not. No, no, it was super casual. I, I was wearing tennis shoes and a dress. Oh, you were. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm telling her about this, and I go, "Let me go find the the interviews are gone." And I go, so first my question is, why did Dave take him down? I have a theory. Oh, really? Yeah, they're Sing, there. Sing Talk is, mm-hmm. is down? As far, huh. Maybe maybe I can't find the link. Send it to me. Sing-talk was what yeah. it was. I'm going to um, look at it right now. Okay, you look right now. So then I was telling him, I go, you know what I think it is? <laughs> and I don't think you and I have talked about this. I don't think you and I have <laughs> talked about this. I go, the last interview we ever did was, oh, with, no. was with Natasha Bedingfield. And yeah. we do this interview and I go, I was just Joe. I was just like, whatever. And I actually, I still to this day think the Natasha Bedingfield interview was great. Right. And I remember we walked out and she says, you guys say goodbye and stuff like that. And she leaves. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I know that was a great interview. And you and Dave are like white as ghosts. <laughs> and you're like, I do remember something awkward happened, but I can't remember what it you're was. Like, that was horrible. And Dave's like, yeah, I have to, I think I should call her and apologize for that. No, Cause we got, you got like really dirty, which is funny, but for her. Well, yeah. I think also I got really dark. I don't remember. I have to see the interview again. So I, I don't Something know where it about, is. About like you I remember, being circumcised. Oh, I think I told a story. I think I told that story. But also, Which is so like, so here we are, you guys, the Natasha Bedingfield. Uh, we're digging into her history and where she's been and how she's become the famous singer that she is today. And Joe's uh-huh. like, <laughs> you guys want to hear a gross story? <laughs> it wasn't quite, so, like what? 
I thought it was because she told, I don't remember though. By the way, it's still up. It's synced. Sing- I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay. Send me the link on Messenger because okay. I want to I send Aiden the Shoshana Bean uh, interview. So I remember that being a fun interview. I remember my favorite interview of all. <laughs> Do you remember which one it is? Yes. Which one? The one about the robot. Oh, that was a good one too. No, uh, I think, I think, I think that Dave, was funny for us. Yeah. I think Dave was mad about that one too, because these were like very serious musician people. And we were, cause at one point they're like, they're like, okay, guys, can you just, we're going to show you this amazing video about this, this guy, this older guy did this invention he had and wasn't like, Pava Robotti like, or something like that. And it was yes. like, they show a video clip of a robot dressed <laughs> as Pavarotti. On like a, like when you watched VHS tapes when you were in eighth grade and they'd <laughs> yeah. roll out the big TV and it was like yeah. that. And he's like, oh, hello there, Pava Robotti. And he's like, ah, hello there. And then he'd be like, and <laughs> and they were like looking at it like, oh, yeah. And you and I went off on like having yeah. to live with this guy, the Pavarotti <laughs> robot and like, and they're like, they're just staring at us like blink, blink. And you and I are like, and then the guy comes home and he's like, Bye, you know Roto. what? Send me the link and I'm going to post the links on the Patreon and people will go, can go look at them. Um, okay. cause there was that one that was really good. Um, no, the one that I thought was really, really good. Just, just in terms of like, I remember at that podcast, all of us thinking that was really good. Who was that cute Nickelodeon kid? Oh, Alex Iono. Yes, that was I a good love one. him. Be- well, because. He, That's he, episode he, six. Oh, he, he, I really am saying this, not because he's this like beautiful twink, but because he really was of all the guests, the only one I think that got us and rolled with it. Oh, he's so funny. Yeah. He, he I think he like hosts Disney shows and yes. stuff or something. He's yeah, like yeah, really yeah. likable. Yeah. 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 Remember, and- remember the one, um, where, um, the really, uh, sweet, is it Judith, Judith Hill? Oh, is that the one that, is that the one where like she, it, it, somebody had, Prince had just died or something? Yes. Oh. And she was friends with Prince and that was horrible. And then she was, she was with Prince's Michael girlfriend. Jackson on the tour. She was Prince's girlfriend. Was she? Yeah, she yeah, was maybe. Prince's girlfriend. Or she was writing songs with him, collaborating, yes. and mm-hmm. it was just super sad. And you and I are like, let's go crazy. Do, 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 do. She's like, and then he didn't wake up. And, um, no, you and I were struggling through that one because she, she yeah. just was really still mourning. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think Prince had not it. died long before. And she was really, because they were calling her the Black Widow online because she was also, Michael Jackson had handpicked her to be sort of like the main yeah, female singer so for the, for the, this is, uh, this is this it is, tour. I was going to say, this is us. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Well, you know what? That the guy that was Michael Jackson's band director, I remember he was a really good, there's some really good interviews on there. That was a really good interview too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, there were some really, 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 really good interviews. That, that was I kind of missed those. Why didn't Dave do them? He didn't, you know what? He was trying to do them. But what if he did them every once in a while? I mean, we still could, yeah. But, I mean, right now, you know, everything's on hold. And we built that whole room, that whole studio, yeah. and then now he's not there anymore. That's and true. So, You're right. Like, we put in so much work into that and getting it soundproofed and mm-hmm. mic'd and the screens. And there were a lot of mistakes we made. And then... Um, but yeah, I don't think it's like never going to happen again. I think it's just quarantine and yeah, put it on hold and yeah. Yeah. 
Um, we le- I, we learned a lot, but I feel like Shoshana Bean was fun too. Yeah, no, there they were there were definitely moments in all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and now here we sure. are. Now here we are. And now here we are. But um, last but not least, yeah. I love how um, I haven't talked to you in a while except yeah. my phone butt dialed you and then like tried to order pizza for you or something. Uh-huh. Um, but we had this like every Wednesday you and I would talk mm-hmm. and then it would just like come and go and both we, would, we wouldn't talk. And then mm-hmm. like and then it just sort of like never happened again. Mm hmm. Which I, by the way, I tried to do because I was like, I love that. I'm going to yeah. do that. And mm-hmm. I set it up with like two other friends and then we did it once and never again. No, I did it for a long time. What happened with that? So for everyone to know, once around the time that COVID, the, the quarantine started, I came up with this thing. Actually, I stole it from Mercedes for her birthday. She set up all these appointments and I said, oh, that's a really good idea where people could call her. And so I set them all up and I did it for like months, months. I was yeah. from like April through August. Maybe mid, maybe mid August. And then what happened was, especially by mid August, it was supposed to be a way for me to sort of escape. And it turned into like a job where like, yeah. um, I was like, basically I was going back to podcasting. I was exhausted. Yeah. Cause it was I just totally one phone that. call for you, but I would be doing eight hours of phone calls two days in a row. <laughs> I, know. Yeah. I know. And you'd be like texting me going like, I'm going to be three minutes late. And I'm like, Still like laying on the couch watching another episode of you know yeah crossing over with John yeah um, and yeah so we yeah, we were talking do, about mm-hmm. I want to interview you Joe has sure. anyone ever interviewed you uh, uh people not for my podcast people have interviewed me for their own podcasts yeah I think your your followers would want to hear I would love for you to do that you tell me when you okay. want to do it I don't know how good I am at that but I'll I think you'd be really good at it I think you'd be really good at it. Um, Thanks, Joe. Maybe you know what would be fun to do it. Sort of, I wanted to do like a round table, but with like so. A little peek behind the scenes is I have eight episodes, but I have twelve people or so in mind, right? Because, yeah. but there's four people basically on deck because I'm not. I'm worried. Like, for I'm not going to say who on the air. There are some people. I'm like, I don't know if I could do an hour with them. You know. Yeah. And so I might do a half hour and then I do a half hour with somebody else. Does that make sense? Yeah. But uh, I would love when all this is all said and done, I would love to do like a one-time, like, yeah, like round table with me, you, and Pat, Melissa, just talking about – because the, the people, when we talk – whenever Lori and I on our regular uh, shows go off on stand-up comedy days, people are always like, oh, we would love to hear – we love hearing those stories, you know? Yeah. Lori and I have our own different stories about like Bill Word show. Oh, we should have told that story. Well, you know, why don't we close with this story? Why don't we close with this story? What was the Bill Ward story? I'm going to tell you right now. It involves you. Okay. You know, you'll know the story in a second. We'll close with the story. Oh, the contest? (laughs) Yeah. We'll close with the story. (laughs) So Bill Ward is this, uh, he he was a stand-up comedy producer in Orange County. And he, and his whole thing was he would do, so in stand-up comedy, something called the bringer show, where it's like, you can go on stage as long as you bring up so many, bring so many people with you. And he sort of put it on its head and did a brilliant idea where he'd have these contests and there was never a rule that you had to bring a certain number of people. But the more people you brought and they voted, it helped you. Well, the contest we're going to talk about right now was not. It was a judged contest. There was judges. Even though I think the audience vote played a role, correct? I think that was sort of like, yeah. it, it was like, a, like one of the judge, one of the points was from the audience. Yeah. And so it was, this was the first round 
right? And I all whenever I did these contests, I always made it past. Like you had to be really bad not to make it past the first round. Like you had to be awful, right? Everyone made it past the first. We got rid of the crazies essentially. And Shannon was one of the judges. I'm like, I've got this in the bag. Shoo it, Shannon is a judge. Uh, <laughs> let's do this. I go on stage, and admittedly, I don't know what happened. I decided this is such a bad guys. Here's some stand up comedy advice: don't try out new bits, especially ones that you haven't really written at a competition. So I did this bit, the closing bit, and then I realized on stage that I haven't really fully formed the idea. And so I take it to a really dirty place about skull fucking and babies uh, with AIDS or something. It was like, yeah, it was, it was bad. And then, but I get off stage (laughs) and the crowd's like silent. You're like, all right. Mm -hmm. You guys have been great. I'm like, you know, that didn't go so well. But next round, I'll be great. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You learned your lesson. Yeah, you're I don't going to the next you. round Ugh. for sure. Thank God I did this round when Shannon's the judge because I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make it through the next round. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I thought I had a career in judging. <laughs> I thought I was going places. <laughs> I had to take this seriously. I yeah. can't just, you know, give you 20 points on everything. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. so I, lo- I glanced around at the other judges <laughs> who, by the way, were, it was like some old ladies, you know, somebody's aunt that used to be uh, a casting director mm-hmm. in the seventies. And, uh, well, one of them was a respected comic. Who was the guy behind uh, the, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> no, 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 but no, no, like a male respected comic. I can't, I have, I honestly have no clue. I just yeah. remember sitting at a table with other judges and, yeah. and I'm, you know, we're all laughing, just so funny, da, da, da. And you get down to that last joke and it was like, skull fucking a baby, and <laughs> something about an HIV bubble and yeah. AIDS or something. And then every, and then it just went like dark and everyone, yeah. all the judges were like, that guy, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, I threw you under the bus so fast. I was like, I know. Who is he? He should never perform again. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I'm joking. But I did. I gave you as many points as I, as yeah. I could. Like yeah, I gave fine. you. I, what I did do is I gave you the highest points I gave anyone. Yeah. That's fine. But look, I didn't look. want it to look. I didn't yeah. want to look fake. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. And you still didn't make it through. And, you, and, I, and I just was like, I don't know what happened. At the time, it meant everything, but now I'm like, who cares? Who, oh my God. who even knows who what happened with that cares? contest? Yeah, who cares? Uh, okay, Shannon, thank you so much for All doing right, this. Joe. We'll have to do this again. I'm sure that we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna stop recording and we're gonna think of 500 different stories we didn't tell. But uh, we'll. Oh, have I know. Out. Not so. enough time. All right, we'll do this again uh, some other time. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you for being a friend of the show. That's gonna be my tagline now. I love it. It's a 